Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of nerd culture, reality TV, and current events from this week. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. I'm in the lead, a.k.a. Watch the lead. I'm here, my boy, Jazz. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 Salam Nerds. I am Anib and I'm here with my co-host Jazz. How are you, Jazz? Man, it, it's been a rough week. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. I I couldn't agree with you more, man. It's 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 it's, it's been a minute. Um I don't know. I don't know. Uh the show must go on, so I figured, you know. We'll come down here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about some of the stuff that's going on. Um, it's it's very strange. Um, I've had a very good weekend, but it's weird to have a good weekend at times like this. It's like it takes a little bit of like cognitive dissonance to enjoy yourself when so much like stuff is going on in the world at the moment. It's a little, right. it's, it's a little rough. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, yeah, I, I feel helpless. I feel powerless to do anything. And I'm expected to just live my life normally. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see it and not just like me, but a lot of my friends too. Like I've seen my friends posting a lot and, I'm like checking up on them. I'm like, yo, make sure to take some time out for yourself. You know, have like a mental health uh, break because it can get very overwhelming uh, with all the stuff that's going on right now. Yeah. Um, with a couple of my friends and I, we may go to the beach on like Wednesday just because I, I don't know what else to do right now. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like for me, it's, it's, you know, um, I got to go to Comic-Con this week, this uh, Thursday, and uh, it was a lot of fun, you know? It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, fun. I met a lot of my mutuals, uh, little TikTok mutuals there, and people who are into comic uh, culture and all that stuff, and I bought a lot of cool art, and it was a good time. And then you go and you enjoy yourself, and then you come home, and then you scroll through TikTok and Instagram, and all you see is, like, all this bad news, uh, you know, with what's going on in, in Palestine and what's going on uh, all over the world, even here in the U.S. with with hate crimes being uh, at an all time high. Um, and then you just kind of fall into this like despair. Like, I don't know. I picked a really bad week to get off of my medication. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get off like I am prescribed Adderall, right? And yeah. normally it works great for me because it helps me concentrate, it helps me work. Yeah. But this week, man, like every time I took it, I was just so focused on, you know, global events that I ended up getting anxiety from it. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's just a weird time and a weird place to be with it. 
for for me it came at like the worst time because as you know i'm supposed to be on a social media hiatus like i'm not supposed to be tweeting things i'm not supposed to be on instagram um and i wasn't even using my real name on the podcast for for the last few weeks and uh right today i have my full legal name on here because i just don't give a shit anymore um you know i had i was you know i'll just tell people because i don't care anymore but i was you know i was in the running to be on a reality tv show and um they did a social media background check and i had to make sure i have everything you know clean and nothing silly um and then like i was just like posting stuff and then like deleting it afterwards and then i was just like this is silly um and i was just like i don't know i just felt guilty not doing enough so i was just like fuck it if if i'm not meant to be on the show i'm not meant to be on the show so i just kept posting on it and then i got shadow banned i i i couldn't post things anymore on uh, instagram um i have 23,000 followers and i would post something it wasn't even like close to being anti-semitic it was actually uh a gathering of jewish people in brooklyn saying uh oh, supporting people yeah yeah supporting supporting gaza and i was like this, there's no way this could be anti-semitic this can't be anything like this literally jewish people processing uh for the people of gaza um yeah after half a day like 12 hours i have twenty-three thousand followers after half a day try to guess how many views it had Twenty-three thousand. What do you normally get? I would. It, it's in the. It's in like you know. I would say most of my videos they're in the thousands, like five thousand, six thousand, ten thousand sometimes. Okay, so then I would say half. So let's say twenty-five hundred, twelve hundred, whatever the half of whatever post it is. No, I got four. Four thousand. Yeah, no, four, like one, two, three, four, like what? on my fingers. Yeah, half a day, twelve hours. Um, my videos were on up there, and I got four, four views, half a day. Holy shit, you got hit hard. Yeah, yeah, they shadow banned me real hard. Um, uh, and then I think uh, from twenty three, I think I'm down to like twenty. Too. I think uh, they also lost like a thousand followers. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. There's there, which like whatever. I don't care. But like you know, people. If it's happening to me, it's got to be happening to other people too. For sure. Like I can't imagine like you know Omar Suleiman who's constantly posting everything about Gaza, and then you know he has one of the biggest followings in the country, and suddenly he's gonna be down to like two hundred or whatever. Like. It's crazy. Oh it's yeah. it's it's insane. Um, but luckily, um, I have some friends who work at Meta, and they were like, "Hey, we're going to report this for you." So I'm like, "All right, great." So I gave them my link. I gave them my information. So I'm like, "Yeah, fixed? man." No, it didn't get fixed. But I don't know. They they have it. I don't care if it gets fixed. I care if somebody gets in trouble for it. Whoever's doing it, <laughs> I hope they get in trouble. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean. You know what I think it really is, man? I know people are like, oh, don't update Instagram. Don't do this, that, and the other. Yeah. 
what I really think happened is that there were enough reports and they just lost control of the algorithm. Mm. I think the AI is just like, oh yeah, no, I see red, green, black. Stop. And because it was reported, you know, maybe with like, you know, things that really should not be on Instagram, like, you know, actual violence being shown. Yeah, I didn't show any violence. Like, I haven't shown right, any but violence. But I think enough of it was reported that where the algorithm picked up, like, hey, if you see these colors in this pattern, full stop. And I think Meta just cannot control the algorithm right now. I think it's just running wild on shadow banning by itself. Yeah, people have made recommend- recommendations. They're like, hey, don't repost stuff. Uh, just take a screen cap of it and post it. Uh, Sometimes that works. So there's a bunch of tricks that you can do. But, you know, yeah. it's... uh. It's one of those things, but um, I did go to the Oscars uh, film festival, so uh, that was a a lot of fun, and I wanted to talk about it because uh, it was really really cool. The movies there were so good; like literally every movie I watched there made me cry. It was pretty solid. Like I went maybe like two years ago. Uh, and basically, you know, there was like one or two, like really good movies, like really professional, uh, this year, like every single one was amazing. It was amazing. Like they're like, like up there with like, I wouldn't say like polite society, but definitely like the quality of like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Cause they're so these they're short good, stories were so different. Indie. I get it. No, it's it's not the fact that you could tell it's indie because some of them are like one of them is incredible. The one that won could be like a Wes Anderson film. It's just so well done. Oh, wow. Um, I want to go through them because they're all so cool. Um, well, real quick uh, before we get yeah. into that, let's check out the comments. Uh, you know, uh, Polar Knights is asking, "Is that flag behind you from one of the Indian provinces?" Is that with the Pakistan flag? I that's I don't I don't know which flag he's talking about, but you know that's definitely the Pakistan flag. He, oh yeah, or let me talk about my hat. My hat is from an Indian company, I think, uh, from like Canada. Um, uh, that's f- probably an Indian province of like Punjab. Uh, the 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 map, uh, the which call it the flag is Pakistan. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he's from uh, North Norway. Good morning to you, sir. Ooh, cool, Norway. Welcome, welcome. All right, listen. This festival is insane. So, uh, basically, the city no of Edmonton. Yeah, no worries, man. Uh, basically, the city of Edmonton gets grant. They give grants to people to put together events for like, you know, culture and diversity, and also like bring like you know, uh, boost the economy uh, in there. Kind of like how uh, Tribeca does it, and the the ones in like Nevada. I forgot what what that one is called. Do you remember what that one called? Sun Sundance? Sundance. Sundance, right? Yeah. So like those like boost the economy and stuff. So everyone comes here for that. So they're trying to do something like that. Um, but they were nice enough to fly me out there. Uh, they were nice enough to put me in a hotel, uh, give me access to uh, events and free food and like, you know, box gifts and a t-shirt and all this cool stuff, man. So, like, they're very professional and they know their shit. They do a lot of cool stuff. And the movies this year were incredible. I cried every single movie, bro. Every movie I cried. 
Um, Are these movies going to be released somewhere? Because I would love to watch them. Uh, one of them is going to be turned into a feature film, I believe. And they're trying to get funding for that. Aww. Oh, April's That's here. Hey, April. Yeah. Thanks for checking Hi, up on us. Uh, hopefully you're doing well, too. We wanted to check in on you, too. We haven't had you on the podcast for a little bit. But once you're all, you know, all set, we would love to have you back for The Golden Bachelor and uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Um, all right. So I want to talk about some of these uh, movies. I want to talk about uh, the people who do them and some really cool uh networking stuff that happened so like i went to this uh networking event they have like for like uh creators and stuff like that and i met this guy i kind of recognized him his name was uzair um i made him go viral (laughs) i made him go viral (laughs) and i walked up to him and i was like hey man you don't know me but i made you go viral (laughs) (laughs) how did that turn out (laughs) what I was, he was like looking at me like it was like the strangest thing ever. He like, yo, did we have beef? Did we have fight? I was like, no, you uh, you posted a cemetery on the show uh, Superman and Lois. He works on the show Superman and Lois. And there was a scene of uh, soldiers, army soldiers. And, you know, army soldiers, they're like usually all have like, you know, Christian cemeteries and Christian like uh, logos on there. Right. Uh, he went out of his way to put some Pakistani or not Pakistani, but like Muslim soldiers in there and have like the star and crescent on their uh, gravestone. Mm-hmm. So like I made a video saying, oh, look how like inclusive this is. This is super random and strange in, in a show with almost like no Muslim people on it. Uh, but like the cemetery seems to have like, you know, <laughs> Muslim people in it. Uh, that, that was really cool. And it also implied that they were in the army, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, it's confirmed they're in the army yeah yeah, they're in the army um and i made a video of it and the guy ended up using his own name at one of the graves so like i looked up the gray i looked up his his name and i was like oh he's a set designer he designs the sets that makes sense so took a little picture of him and i posted up there uh and it went viral it went viral on tiktok he got like a million views i think like on instagram too Uh, i tagged him on it uh his co-stars all tagged him in it and <laughs> and stuff like that so it went viral and he was like oh my god i have i have such an amazing story to tell you he was like because of your like tiktok i got a call from hr and he was like i thought i was gonna get fired <laughs> he like i thought i was gonna get fired for doing that because nobody gave him permission to do it he kind of just went off on his own and just like Leroy Jenkins and kind of just did it on his own because he was just like, I don't know, fuck it, man. Like, what are they going to do? Um, so he was actually scared. He's like, oh, shit, they're going to fire me. They actually, like, congratulated him and complimented him on, like, inclusion and, like, do it. Like, WB actually gave him, like, a shout out. They were like, you did such a great job. Um, okay. That's so cool. And the fact that, like, my video is what got him that recognition. Dude, amazing. This is this is what it's all about. This is what, yeah. why we do what we do. And he's such a nice guy. He he's worked on so many great projects and stuff like that. And he is dying to come on our podcast. So he will definitely be, be on uh, the podcast soon. So that'll be really cool. He has wonderful so much experience. Uh, someone says, I don't like the Superman in tights. It is not my thing. Yeah. Now he's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he still wears tights, but at least he doesn't have the red underwear anymore. <laughs> they got rid of that. But that was really cool, man. Probably so, the best. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to have Uzair on our sh- on our show. Me and him hung out quite a bit. We had a good time. Um, 
And then I met a bunch of other people. Yo, a lot of people listen to our podcast in Canada. That's why I, I actually hit up Jazz. But yo, Jazz, what the fuck is our analytics in Canada? Because I was like, <laughs> I was like, how do all these people know about us? <laughs> like, how do all these people watch us? And like, I don't know. It was really cool. Plus, I've been on an episode of the of the Halal Gap, which is like their podcast, right, in Edmonton. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've been on their episode. And then I guess because of that, you know, they, the Halal Gap guys, Sekunder and Sophia came on ours. Um, but no, there's a lot of them uh, that listen to us religiously, uh, which is really, really cool. And shout out to them, man. I, I love that. A lot of people came up to me saying they love my TikToks or they love our podcast. And a lot of them brought you up, Jazz. They're like, why didn't Jazz come? Where's Jazz? Why isn't Jazz here? Jazz had to work. I am so sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we got a question in the comments. So what is Moskers? So Moskers stands for muslim oscars so basically you put take the word muslim you take the word oscar <laughs> you put it together you get moscars so basically it's a bunch of it's a competition of short movies and the only rules of short movie is they have to be some muslims involved in the movie either producing directing acting um so that's really just like or or the story takes you know uh it's muslim based the story um that's it that's what the moscars is and it's really cool man it, i i really enjoy it i'm gonna go over here the only thing that's annoying the only thing that's annoying about it last time they were in march this year they're in october it fell on the same weekend as comic-con so i had to split comic-con and moscars and that broke my heart that was that was tough for me to do but i love them so i did it for them but that was that was rough I, I can totally get it, man. Like, because I was supposed to come up to New York this week too, but it just yeah. didn't work out for anything for me. So, yeah. Uh, and for those wondering, um, Canada actually represents eight percent of our podcast audience. I haven't checked the the live stream audience, but uh, yeah, we got we got a pretty big uh, following in Canada. And yeah, the majority of it is from Ontario. It's about half, and then about a quarter from Alberta, a quarter from British Columbia, and then like one percent split among other provinces. That's in cool. Yeah. A lot of the people who were at the mosque were actually from Ottawa. Like a good chunk of them were from Toronto. So that makes sense. But it was really cool, man. I, I, I love meeting people who actually like listen to our podcast and stuff like that. It's it's super cool. Um, I had a great time. The the food they got got me was good. Um, you know, Sekunder and Sophia and their team, they do such a great job. Um, in fact, I lost my wallet <laughs> and they found well it. And gave it. Yeah, I'm such an idiot, bro. I literally lost my wallet. I had to go looking for it. All right, so let's talk about all the movies that they they did. I want to talk about all of them. Um, also, you know what thing? One thing they really do is really cool. They have um, because Canada is you know on indigenous land, they have mm -hmm. like a land observance in the beginning. So they bring in like oh. indigenous people and they you know do a uh, like a little ceremony. They say a prayer uh, and they do like a, a a dancing, like a Native American dancing. So cool! It was so cool, and it just a thing of saying like hey uh thank you for letting us use your land it's on treaty six and like it's just so cool to pay respects that way i think that's really cool i yeah, I, I really really love that that's amazing uh, quite frankly like i'm yeah. glad they're doing that yeah yeah and then uh then they had a quran recitation by this guy named uh yunus and then some spoken word by a, a young lady named yusra ali uh really really great uh definitely definitely uh loved it um 
the dancing was called grass dancing. Uh, it was so cool. I have a video of it. It's super, super cool. And then they had a host called Hassan Phils. Hassan Phils is a comedian. Uh, he's half Jamaican and half, I believe, um, damn, well, Somalian, I believe. I think he's a Somalian. We'll fact uh, check that later. Yeah. And then the mayor was there. The mayor uh, was like, hey, we, we decree uh, October 14th official Moscow's day so like they actually make it a day uh which wow. i thought was yeah. pretty cool so really really cool um all right so let's talk about some of the movies because i want to talk about this um uh, let's see what are all the movies all right so the first movie it's called sweet refuge all right and you're like okay cool it's a short story whatever you know it's gonna be low budget whatever um, the actor in it is, uh, whatchamacallit, the imam from Miss Marvel, the guy from Rami. Oh my God. He's like the star of this short film. <laughs> okay. It, and, and like, I'm just like, what? <laughs> Where did, like, how did this happen? So it's cool. such a cute story. Um, it's about a guy who comes from Syria and, you know, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have anything, but he used to be a baker. Uh, so he's like, whatever, I'm going to bake baklava, right? And like Syrian baklava using walnut and honey. Um, and he basically goes and tries to sell it. He like wakes up early in the morning, makes it, puts it in a basket and then like, you know, goes door to door selling it. Right. Like, <laughs> and you know, who's going to buy baklava door to door. Um, and then he ends up finding this Indian lady who runs a Ladu stand outside of a CrossFit. Oh, snap. Yeah. So basic. And then, then what he does is like, oh, he's like, well, she's doing it here. I'm going to do it here too. And then they start having a little beef with each other and they start like having a little <laughs> bit of a fight. And it's just like, it's done so well. It's done so well. And the thing is like, she's like, she's like convincing people not to have the baklava. Cause like, Hey, you're, you're at a CrossFit. And like you shouldn't be eating with all this like honey and all this sugar, refined sugar and all this stuff. And like the guy's like, no, 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 no refined sugar. He's like, it's all honey. Natural it's, honey. It's, it's natural honey. It's super healthy for you, <laughs> which is not. But uh, <laughs> the ladu the lady makes was like protein ladus with no sugar. So like they kind of have this beef, but then they run into each other at a grocery store, and she kind of feels a little bad for him. So she's like. She's like, hey, listen, I became the Ladu lady because my 12-year-old niece uh, made me go viral. Uh, so she started showing him how to do, like, viral videos. And it's just so sweet. He's, like, learning how to do viral videos, and he's just this old man. And it's just <laughs> so sweet. And they have this little friendship, and it's so cute, man. It is such a good, good like, little short story. I cried because, like, this is old man. Like, like he, he was getting, like, shut down by everybody then he found this like friendship it's so cute oh they didn't get married <laughs> no no they're just like like bestie they're just like uh like, okay. they were like rivals and now they're like helping each other and like that's what you got to do man you got to help each other out even if you're rivals i'm actually really glad i didn't go the marriage route because i would have been like that it's so corny and so no, overdone. No. This is refreshingly good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I like the platonic friendship and like, you know, like enemies to like supporters. I, I, I like that. It was really, really good. Very different. Yeah, um, Polar Knights in the comment was like, hey, is this like a, a sci-fi movie where they fall in love? I'm like, ah, <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. No, no, no. The next one is called Old Young Crow. 
Now, this one is like mostly animation and it's just done Ooh. so well. It's like it goes back from real life to animation and it's like a story of an old man telling a story. Uh, and he basically, when he's young, he basically goes to the gravesite because it's right next to his school and he does a lot of drawings there. And uh, there is this crow that always comes and sits on this grave. And I don't want to give too much of this one away because it is like a little bit of like a twist at the end. But it's a very, very good uh, story. And it won the best technical, uh, what you call it, production, basically. Like it was done really well. The animation is so cool because it's done through like pictures and stuff. And it's just really cool, like crayon pictures and uh all this different types of like artistry. It's really, really cool. Uh, but I don't want to give any much more away for this one because it is a cool little twist at the end. And I don't want to ruin the twist for you guys. I wish we can like somehow do a screening of this, like just one night, you yeah. know, and just have people watch with us. Like I would love to see all of these movies because these sound yeah. amazing. They're so good. And they're only 15 minutes long. We could do them all in one episode. And we could do like a watch with Neebs, <laughs> like like a legit one. Uh, okay, the next one. Oh my god, this one is really good too. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like crying whenever when I when I tell these stories because they're so sweet. They're really like really good. Um, this one is called Lemons. So basically, what happens is like Ooh. this woman goes shopping, and she was she had a she had a study group coming to her house to study for a test. So she like she was like, okay, cool. I'll make like food for my study group. And she goes to the store to get uh, lemons, and uh, one lady accidentally puts her food on top of the lemons. So when she goes through the groceries and she gets home, she realizes she forgot the lemons. So she's like, mm. oh, no, I don't have enough time. Let me go to my neighbor's house and ask for some lemons. Uh, she just moved in there, and she's living on her own for the first time, right? Uh, she opens the door. It's this white guy, blonde guy, and he's, like, super racist. And he's like, no, and he shuts the door on her. And then she, next, she walks away. And uh, the guy's mother opens the door and she's like, sweetie, what do you need? And then she's like, oh, I just wanted some lemons. So she gives her some lemons, right? And then she makes the food for her friends. And then she decides, you know what? This lady was nice enough to give me lemons. I am going to make her some of these like grape leaves and I'm going to return her her dish. Because in our culture, we don't return a dish empty. You return Correct, a dish yeah. full. Mm -hmm. So she goes to that person's house. The guy um, opens the door and she goes, hi, I borrowed this. And he's like, his mom's like, who is it? And he's like, it's that girl who takes things from us all the time. <laughs> he was being a dick. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, here, I, I made this for you guys because we don't, um, we do not, you know, uh, return a dish empty. We, we return it full. He goes, oh, well, in our culture, we return it clean. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> right? He's like a complete dick. Uh, and then, like, you know, she's like, she ends up like building a friendship with this guy's mom. And you realize the guy isn't like super racist, but he's just dealing with a lot because you learn throughout the movie the mom has a medical condition. Okay. I, I get how that's cute, but yeah. at the same time, He's still racist. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. <laughs> but but something happens to the mom. The girl kind of, you know, comes to the rescue. And he kind of, like, 
he learns his lesson and he becomes okay. like a better person. Okay, okay. Better. It's it's, okay. A, it's it's really heartwarming at the end. It's really really sweet. It's a great I, story. I, I don't okay. I don't want to give too too much away because number one I'll start crying and number two it's just I don't want to give too much away. It's it's it, it's really really good. Um, really really love lemons. It was so good and like food always makes people like friends man doesn't matter mm -hmm. how racist somebody is like you share food and it'll automatically like bring you together yep always gotta soften up by food <laughs> yes yeah, polar nights you're a hundred percent right man soften people up by food uh the next movie uh is called daisy standard time travel i've heard a lot about this one yes so this is fantastic this movie won the audience award so people got to vote live votings and this won the audience award uh basically what it's about is this guy um he's always annoyed that his dad calls him and he's always like oh well you know <laughs> okay. when, when 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 like he's always like you know when i'm not here then you'll miss my calls and stuff like that right so this guy's like building As a always. crib He's building a crib and his dad's like, you know, pestering him and telling him how he's doing stuff wrong on the phone. They're like, you know, on, on the phone. And then basically um, in the next scene, you find out that his dad actually passed away. Damn. So, but his dad bought time travel insurance. Okay. So instead of, so he's like, um, so it's called short time travel insurance. So the guy goes to the, so he gets a phone call from this place and he's like, hey, your dad has the policy. Come here. You only have a short amount of time to pick up this policy. Uh, so he goes there and he goes, what's short time travel insurance? And the lady's like, it's not short time travel insurance. It's short time travel insurance. Basically, <laughs> we get to take you to a point in time where you can go back and talk to your father and like tell him what you didn't get to tell him. Damn. Right. And it's only one time or like just one time. He has four hours because his dad bought the short oh. term. He didn't buy the long term. <laughs> Bro, that's so hard. Like, yeah. Then the obvious answer would be obviously at the very end, but like. Otherwise, you wait, could wait, have gone yes, so many yes, other periods. Yes, like, yes, uh... jazz. You're getting ahead of ourselves. All right. <laughs> so, so he's like, okay, cool. Um, uh, I'll just go back in time before my son was born, right? Because his son was like, the, like his dad died like a week after his son was born. So he's like, okay, I'll just go back before my son was born, and that way I can say everything I wanted to him, and it's like recent. Um, basically, something went wrong in the honda civic which is not it wasn't a delorean it was a honda civic <laughs> that they souped up into a time machine <laughs> oh, i'm here for it the yes. honda civic was my first car so i love it yes. i'm here for it and, and their doc brown was like a punjabi kid like a sikh punjabi kid <laughs> <laughs> he's just speaking hardcore punjabi and he goes like i don't give a fuck man he's like this is what it said on the slip so basically the slip made a mistake instead of uh right before his son was born it he accidentally went in time before his dad's son was born, meaning before oh, he was born. He was born. Wow. Yeah. So he goes and visits, and he like uh he ends up chickening out, but he somehow his dad finds him and he invites him in, and they have like a really sweet 
father son moment is so good. Don't give it away. It's so good. I might it's start so crying. Good. It's 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 so good, man. It's so good. And the fact that so many people like this movie, it may become a full feature film, is what I'm hearing. I hope it does. Like I would love to see it. You know, I joke that, you know, Neebs, you're my best friend. And yes, you kind of are. But like I like real talk, my dad is my best friend. And so like yeah. I really want to see this movie because I have that kind of bond with my dad. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's something I want to see with him. Um, it's, it definitely got me too. a lot of people were like, yeah, their dad's passed away recently. Uh, my dad's going for heart surgery in two weeks. So scary for me. Um, oh, damn, dude. Prayers will be appreciated by the way. If anyone wants to send prayers. And for goodbyes. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was, it was a great movie. Um, it's by Kasha Fasa who, uh, I also asked to be on my podcast, and he said, "Yeah, sure." Um, so we can have him come on the show, and we can talk about this movie too. Um, I hope I can get a screener. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, um, the actor who plays like the son did such a great job. He won the best actor award at that uh, film festival. Wonderful news. Yeah, yeah. So really, yo, Daisy Standard Time Travel was great. And if you don't know, Daisy Standard Time is when uh, you invite a person and they're like an hour late. That's called Daisy Standard Time. An hour, uh, two and a half hours. <laughs> two and a half hours. <laughs> so Daisy Standard Time Travel is a play on words for that. Uh, <laughs> so once it Honda Civic is the first clue, it's a Pakistani sci-fi film. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So and true. then Rabs was uh, sending viewers for your dad. So thank you, Rabs. Thank you, thank you. Uh, next one was Fitria. So Fitria, I don't want to give too much away, but it's more like a documentary style, and it was about a women's Muslim women's basketball league. So cool. It was really, I'm really, in. yeah, it's really cool. It's like a documentary style, and it talked about how uh, it came together, and it talked about how people from there met, and how they come from different backgrounds, and how they wear the hijab and they play, and like how the hijab is their crown, and it's just, it's just a really cool film. I really liked it. I thought there were some scenes uh, in the end of that that were really like, you know, some of the, some of the interviews that they were giving were were really right on. It was it was super cool uh, and very empowering. And I hope these people they are still looking for a space for like Muslim women to play basketball and have like a league and stuff. So hopefully uh, they get that. So that this one was like a like a documentary. It wasn't more of a story, but it was like a documentary. Cool. I'm in. Let's go watch. Yeah. It. Uh, next. Uh, <laughs> next, this this movie won the local film award, so it was called. Okay. The, the, it was recorded in Canada, then, right? Yeah, in in Alberta. Yeah, it was called the refund department, and Jazz, <laughs> you and me always make fun of this, but you know how they have those like Indian scans, or like, do not redeem, do not redeem, do not redeem. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this short film was about uh two cousins who go into the scheme and kind of just like plays on like how they got into the situation, how greed played a role in it and how they had really bad, um, you know, uh, I would say conclusions for this movie. Right. And they end up hurting people and they realize they hurt people uh, in a very unique way. So it was a cool movie. It's a little bit of a comedy, but what I like about it and I talked to the, uh, the director of it, uh, uh, Wasif Hasib, he goes like, you know, when it comes to making movies like this, we want to be the ones telling the story. We don't want like some white person telling a story about Indians and call centers and stuff like that. And them just using it to 
rip on us and stereotype us and make us look horrible, right? Uh, instead, this movie kind of like makes you see like how greed uh, sets them up, you know, how, how greed gets to them and how their situation and environment all leads to it and how they try to get away from it sometimes and they can't and how sometimes they end up hurting the people they love. I don't know. I thought it was it was pretty well done. Uh, it was it was really really cool. I it won the local award, so like you know they were part of the incubator program, which is really cool because what Moscars does is like if there are local people in the Alberta area, they will have an incubator uh, with them where they will help them make movies and give them like skills and give them like tips and how tell them how to write, tell them how to make movies. So it's really cool that they got to use all that and then make a movie. I kind of want to like. I wish I could go back in time and go to Moscow's. Uh, bro, I wish you were there, man. You would have loved it. You would have so much fun. Yeah, I, uh, like, Work, man. I swear to God. like We had two new contracts this week. so I know. I know. It's rough. Uh, the next movie is a movie that won the whole thing. The whole kitten caboodle. Um, it was called uh, Eid Mubarak, and it was by a lovely woman named uh, Manoria Yusuf. Uh, and she is this Pakistani lady from Karachi. And this movie is fantastic i don't know what their budget was but i assume they had the highest budget of anybody on this thing because it looked like a pakistani with anderson film it was so well done like the colors like these like they went to pakistan they could and, color grading they went to pakistan and filmed in the heat with child actors that they just like found uh i assume they just found fan Fantastic. slightly problematic <laughs> I, I mean i mean like i don't know how <laughs> <laughs> did you think about it right <laughs> i mean i assume they found because they look like legit like they just like live there <laughs> i don't know their urdu was amazing but who knows so the the story <laughs> is about um this young privileged pakistani girl uh and her sister and they go and they they pick out a a goat uh but unfortunately Unbeknownst to the younger sister, the goat is for Eid. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, for those of you that don't know, in Eid, you um, you sacrifice the goat, and then you use the meat of the goat, and you give it to the poor and the needy. Well, one third goes to the poor, one third goes to your friends and family, one third you get for your family. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh my god. So, so this girl. Is like hanging out with this goat, and she thinks she has a new pet, and she's like in love with it, and she takes it for walks and stuff like that. Oh no! And and she named the goat Burfi. Uh, super cute. <laughs> this girl is a great actress, fantastic. Um, but then she's like realizes that they're going to eat Burfi. They're going to eat him. <laughs> so she comes up with this plan to to uh, free him to 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 help him run away. Okay, <laughs> one thing I do want to say before I lose my train of thought because this movie just sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, Burfi is a type of uh, mitai, which is a sweet yes. in our culture, and it's a very common name for pets. Like think like uh, you know, cookies and cream, I, like or like cookies, like what you would call like a, a yeah. cat or something, right? Like it's very, it's very similar to that. Or Oreo, you would call a cat Oreo. Oreo. Yeah, Oreo would be it. good. Yeah, Oreo is mm -hmm. a very typical name for a cat, like especially like a black and white cat. Yeah, yes, so it's absolutely. very common to name an animal Burfi, and so oh. yeah. 
So it is really cute. And she devises a plan and it's really cute. It's really funny. Uh, and then there's these like two poor girls in town and they like help her with the escape and stuff like that. Um, and then like, you know, she learns the value of like, you know, the, the fact that this meat actually helps the poor and stuff like that too. So she learns a little bit about that, but it's, it's really, really fun. And then, like, when they, it just, you just gotta watch it. She, she starts calling her family murderers. <laughs> we all had that vegetarian vegan phase. I, I mean, I, I did I it still, too. I still don't eat goat. I, I had a thing. They made me become friend with a goat, they made me ride the goat. <laughs> and okay they, that's just cruel and, and, right and then they killed it and then like i remember just like crying because my friend is like dead and like, everyone's eating him and i wouldn't eat him and like to this day i don't eat goat i don't eat goat no no i get that like i actually do go slaughter my own animals every now and then just so like you know it's so convenient when we can like go to a supermarket and get like chicken or beef yes. it's like yes. you know we don't have to see the grisly reality of it Yes. I don't believe it's ethical enough. So, like, I actually do go do it just so, like, you know, I know where my food's coming from. And I'm thankful yep. for it. I'm grateful for it. Yep. You know, I do thank the animals and all that. So, like, it makes me feel slightly better. <laughs> I, I, but, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with yeah. that. It's uh, it's the only problem is that it happened in my young age and it was traumatic. Yeah. But, like, as I'm older, like, I totally – I honestly believe everyone should kill their own meat. Honestly, Absolutely. I feel like you. I feel like meat, you shouldn't you be. Should. I feel like like the fact that like meat is so accessible, people take it for granted, and like we all should be eating less meat. I don't like you. Don't have oh, to be 100%. vegetarian. You don't have to be vegan, but we should definitely be eating less meat because like if you like, there's no face to it. Like you have to like understand the animal's sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm. this, this animal is sacrificing its life for you, and like you can't appreciate it unless you see it. And yep. I think that's really cool. I mean, I, it sucks that they make you do it when you're so young and it's traumatic. But when you're older, like a teenager, like you should see it. You should How be young like, were you? Oh, I was a baby. I was Dude, like, what the shit? I was like six, five. I don't know. No, what? Yeah, yeah I was like six. I was a baby. I wasn't Bro, even in first I grade. I started when I was 16. No, no. I was like a baby. What do you think I meant when I said they make me ride them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, thinking I'm not riding like 12 I'm not, or like I'm not 11 or something goat. I'm not riding a goat to the teenager I'm, I'm a fatty but <laughs> 6? Like... yeah I was 6 I was probably like between 5 and 6 oh my god yeah yeah. And and no and, comment and you know what the best part is it's a true story because at the end of the at the end credits they show the director and her childhood videos and they like match and they're like the goat being slaughtered in the background and like her and her sister standing in front of it and her like it's super pissed off. It's so funny. Aww. It's so cute. I, I loved it. I love that movie. I, in fact, I voted that one. I, I thought Daisy's uh, standard time travel was going to win the whole thing. So like I went out of my way and voted for Eid Mubarak to win the, that, uh, what you call it? audience choice because i thought it was just fantastic i love it the colors were amazing the actors were amazing but the point of the movie like did they actually go in and explain that like food animals being sacrificed for you is something that we should appreciate and we should we shouldn't take for granted and Absolutely. like the fact that you see it at from a child's like viewpoint like really colors this like you know like like 
value in like you know your mind when you see it it's it's really cool i i, I love this movie uh <laughs> the ending is <laughs> it's interesting uh but you'll, <laughs> you'll you'll like it um but these were all the movies uh, i feel like i could appreciate it as somebody who does you know kill my own meat every now and then so like yeah you know if, I, I don't if, know if it'd be for everybody <laughs> I, I think like everyone's supposed if you have a kid you're supposed to you're supposed to take your kid to it and like i think they're the what are they Akika? at a certain age yeah yeah and that's usually after like puberty and whatnot so like yeah or like right when it's puberty starting like you don't do it no no you six. do it I, I thought you do it when they're born there's like uh uh you do it you do but they, but they don't do it born. like right they don't like, do it their but... parent do it does it they don't do it yeah the correct. parent does it for them yeah 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 um yeah that was that was all the movies i do want to talk about uh there were some artists there's an artist from iraq his name was narsi he was really really cool and then there was this one guy here, oh here it is his name was kareem jabari and he is a world-renowned calligraphy light artist why does that name sound so familiar i don't know but it's so cool so basically he takes a camera and you're in the complete darkness and he puts the camera on like um What's that thing uh, where you put the camera and it like slowly takes pictures or something like that? Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Right? It, the, uh, see like the exposure time. Exposure time. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Changes the exposure time. And then he uses lights to make these amazing backgrounds for you. And then he uses lights to write calligraphy in uh, Urdu or Arabic. And the best part was at the after party, everyone could get one. So like That's I waited, cool. I waited in line, and he made me like a red Jedi one. So he made it look like you know I was like a red Jedi, and then he wrote my name in Arabic with calligraphy, and it just looked so badass. It's so cool. I can't wait till I get it uh, in the email because it's it's gonna be super cool. Yeah. Um. By the way, the reason why that name sounds so familiar, and I can't believe I didn't immediately say it, it's Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, he's one of the greatest <laughs> basketball players of all time. <laughs> oh, duh. Wait. Right. I was like, why does that name sound so familiar? Oh, yeah. It's spelled very differently than Kareem Abdul Jabbar, but I, I get what you're saying. It's Kareem Jabari. Yeah, it's like right there. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, but that was a Moscow's Film Festival. It was a lot of fun. I went to the after party, and uh, the only thing I didn't like at the after party was this weird ass pizza that they have and that's because i'm from new york and like i was like don't you dare try to pass this off as pizza but oh, everything yeah, of else course. for you it's low melt mozzarella and that's it right like <laughs> that's, what we, that's how God we do damn, you guys that's how we do um detroit pizza's better sure I I actually do I I do like Detroit pizza. I'm not gonna lie, Detroit pizza. Is <laughs> I knew you can't deny that one. <laughs> Detroit pizza is pretty solid. Like uh, I, yeah. I, I, it's I've my favorite. It is it is pretty solid. Um, <laughs> all right, but that was the Marskers Film Festival. It was really cool, man. They put a all of these all of these movies were amazing. Like I feel like uh, when they're available, we'll let you guys know. We'll have these people on our podcast and we'll talk about it. It's so wild to me because like. Just a few, like just like a year ago, we had like nothing. We had absolutely nothing, and then we had we are Lady Parts, Miss Marvel, Polite Society, and then we have all of these movies that just came out at the Moscow Film Festival. Then we got the one our friend Anissa is doing called Criteria mm -hmm. Kiahe, and then we have another one our friend Nida Chaudhry is doing called Anxious. Uh, 
dude, there's so much talent. It's like exploding right now. It's such an amazing time to be a, a Muslim artist right now. And there is such cool, amazing content coming out. And in some of this content, is not just like, oh, it's good because we don't have anything better. Like this is like some of these movies are like could compete with like regular Tribeca and Sundance movies because they're that damn good. Amazing. I, I, like what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive, bro. What As we time. say, when this whole episode started off with something so depressing. I know. It, I, that's what I said. Like, it took a lot of cognitive dissonance for me to enjoy uh, the event. And you know what? It was brought up a lot, though. Like, like they had Palestinian flags uh, in the events, in the musical. Uh, a lot of the speeches, people, you know, made sure to, you know, talk about Palestine a little bit in their speeches when they got. Uh, so it's not like people forgot about it. Uh, but they did want to take a chance to to celebrate ourselves also. And it was a very difficult thing to do. But, you know, uh, the event did a, a great job of, you know, navigating uh, that space. Yeah. Um, as always, it's a hard t- time for everybody. If you have Palestinian friends, please check on them. If you have Israeli friends, check on them, too. They are also going through it. Um if you need to take a break or need therapy, please find the right help for it because, yeah, it's rough out there. And I myself am going through it. I will be going through ter- therapy this week at some point. Um, I just recommend that for everybody because, yeah, it, it's just a really rough time. It It is. It is a very rough time right now. And uh, I don't know, man. Don't see it getting better, uh, which is yeah, the worst I, I part. It doesn't, doesn't feel like there's an end in sight. Um <laughs> I know. Like just the other day, we've been being so supportive of like SAG AFTRA and I'm doing I've been doing no TikToks and we having no we've had no actors on here and SAG AFTRA was like, We support Israel and said nothing about Palestinians and we're like, fuck man, we've been supporting these guys and I I sent Jazz an email like, yo Jazz, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start posting again. I'm super petty right now. Yeah, but you know you can't, man, like it, it sucks. I? I get it. Get but we I? must stand firm with the unions. Like, But yeah, I don't know how petty I am. <laughs> I, I know, man. I know. I understand. I'm so mad at sag Like, ugh, I, I mean, I hope they do make, you know, a statement about the Palestinians at some point. It's too. not like they made it when the whole uh, Hamas thing happened. They made it like weeks later after gaza it's only been a few days my guy (laughs) oh well sorry i mean it's been a week right i guess it it feels like it's only been it wasn't weeks though like okay it wasn't weeks, but it was a week uh they could have posted it a week ago but no they they posted it like yesterday which is like gaza while gaza is under siege like timing yeah i don't know it's rough i get it man i'm i'm super disappointed in like a lot of our Muslim celebrities, to be honest with you, like I haven't seen any of them say anything worthwhile. I've seen more Jewish people stand out, okay. stand up. I for... can name two who have posted a lot of good things. Who? Our boy Sagar Sheikh from. Well, yes, uh, he has. Him and Mo Emmer. I, I, I've seen from those two, but like, I don't think like I love them. I love both of them. I don't. They're not the people I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of like the big name ones, the ones that have made it and have like a huge oh, following. Sorry, in my mind, they are big names. <laughs> I mean, like, where's the Hassan Minaj? Like, tweet this guy made a show called Patriot Act, 
and then he made comedy specials using emotional truths. And now when you have like real things happening, um, he's just like reposting uh, things said from, uh, you know, other very, people. Bernie like, Sanders. He definitely could have posted something by himself. Yeah. He had a whole show about it. I don't know. I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm a little, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, I get it, man. A lot of people have that criticism about him, and I'm with you on that one. I expect more from him, too. Right? It's, it's, uh, but who else? Know. Like, that's the other thing. Like, who else is there? Rami? Well, well I haven't heard anything about it from Rami. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's legit. He's literally Palestinian. Wow. He, he, I think more of Sagar than I think of Rami. <laughs> right? He, his last season, he went to Israel to film. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I, See, maybe, this is what I mean. Maybe the information you're a good actor, on you're a good job. In my mind, you're better. So Sagar, you're you're better than Rami right now. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I love Sagar, and he's posting a, a lot of great stuff. But yeah, it's you know, it, it the people we expect to to be there for us are are not really being there for us. And I'm grateful that you know, there's a lot of like uh, Jewish celebrities that are actually standing up. Like I've I've gotten more. Uh, information from Jewish celebrities than I have from Muslim celebrities, and you know, shout out to them. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's this one uh, Jewish writer. She's from Houston. Uh, she's been just all over the place. Like, yeah, she's done such a great job. Like, like I just started following her. Unfortunately, I don't know her name like memorized, but like you know, she's new to me. But like, she's great. So yeah, there's. Getting a lot of stuff from John Stewart, of course, and there's a lot of other people. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. This is a tough episode to film, man. Uh, hopefully, we made you guys. You know, uh, we got to really, you know, distract you guys a little bit with all of these amazing movies. Uh, but I don't know. It's a rough week, man. But you know what? The show will go on. Uh, we will do uh, our reality show stuff tomorrow. We will do Loki probably tomorrow too. Maybe we'll do a double header. Because we got to catch up a little bit, um, and then you know, back to our regular, you know, uh, regular stuff we're always posting. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to our boy Richard Sepulveda who was here for our Game of Thrones series. He just messaged me, you know, checking up on me like after my feelings of post nine eleven. So you know, shout out to you, Richard. Thank you, man. Yeah, Richard's the best. Shout out to him. Um. All right, guys. Uh, I wish we had a little more energy in this episode, but hopefully. I got to describe these short films. And once these short films are available, we will share them with you so you guys can watch them. They'll probably be up on YouTube. They're all 15 minutes long, so they're not super long. By the way, on the way here, I actually uh, watched uh, Polite Society again on, on the plane. And, like, Did it get better? I, I, I didn't even watch it. I just put it on. And like I wasn't even listening to it. I just wanted it to get recognition. I don't know. I just wanted. I just wanted it to get played. Get the Nielsen numbers up. Get the airplane Nielsen numbers up. Yeah, for sure. And like people around me were watching. They're like, "What is this?" They were all asking me what it was. And I was like, "Oh, it's polite society. It's about a boxing girl. She wants to be a stunt stunt actress." And they're like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" So I converted like three people, uh, just Solid. by having it on on the airplane. Me, me doing my uh, my job. <laughs> hey, man, we do what we can. <laughs> we do what we can. All right, guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, and until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Peace.